following contains adult subject matter and adult language. Filthy language. Listener discretion is advised. That's these TV mature words. And now, live from the Chili Pepper Podcasting Studios, The Legal Dispute with Lenny and Paul. Good Saturday afternoon. I don't know where everyone else is, but it seems like everywhere around the country today, it's freezing effing cold. I just talked to my son who is in Minnesota and it's like negative 35. So good luck to him. So today, I mean, the first thing, Len, I think that we wanted to jump into was the impeachment. And, you know, between today and now, things change dramatically and quickly and I'm still not quite sure of all the legalities behind it, but um, it failed. Doesn't surprise me. Um, so he's been acquitted twice. But some of the stuff that was going on today that was interesting was this morning, somehow they got together and they said, okay, now we're going to hear witnesses. And then an hour later, the Democrats said, okay, no, we're going to give in. We're not going to see witnesses and we're just going to let this thing go to a vote when they knew they didn't have the votes anyway. So I don't understand what the changing point was between all of that, but I don't know. I think it was time and other things. Uh, Several commentators have said that there are several reasons why they did what they did. Um, I'm not sure, you know, why it seemed like it might play out longer than today. It might even go in tomorrow. That's what they were saying this morning. And then today they just decided to put it to vote. They were thinking of putting up actual witnesses or having... Oh, they voted to allow witnesses. Right. Which was a change from yesterday because yesterday when they closed up shop, they were like, we're good, we rest. And then this morning there was a meeting and they said, okay, now we're going to allow witnesses. Right. And they were just going to, instead of, I think, of actual testimony, they were going to have people read testimony is was my understanding and when you decide to pull on witnesses it it's got to be longer than one morning you decide to put on witnesses if you're going to actually bring them in to testify i think they were just trying to put a little curveball into the defense and we can talk about the, the way the defense performed obviously he didn't get the acquittal based off of his attorney's representation which i thought was uh, as a, an attorney practicing for 25 years i thought that a setback legal practice years and years the way they performed there was never going to be to me a guilty verdict in this case it was about presenting the facts presenting what they thought they had and then putting on record who was going to stand up and say you know enough's enough and and who's going to say i don't care you know you could show me that he shot somebody himself and i'm not going to pay attention to the trial and I'm going to say, you know, this is ridiculous and not go forward with it. But what it makes you question is then why? Why Why did they even start this in the beginning? They knew they never had the votes. I mean, that was, they knew they never had the votes. Why drag the country through this? If you know, if you know what the end game is going to be, I, I, I guess there, there's bitter, there's, there's bigger work to be done, right? There's, there's aid for a coronavirus. There is um, other issues that need to go in front of the Senate and, and that's what pissed me off today. Then, then why? why? Why why, go through all this? If you knew you never had the votes, if you knew you well, never I, stood I, a chance. I, I, hold on one second. If you, if, you, if you fought this morning to have witnesses, which I thought when, when I read that this morning, I was like, holy crap, that makes a difference. That makes a big difference. And that was a power play by the Democrats to say we want to have witnesses. And then an hour and a half later say, nah, we're good. We're just going to have this added to the statement, which was the... McCarthy conversation um, with with Trump 
when uh, I think when they were storming the Capitol and he was talking about Pence and all that stuff. I, I just I, that that to me was just such a letdown personally, politically, because I was like, look, I guess they're going to swing for the fences. Then they're, they're, they're going to go for this. But then they decided to go, nah, we're good. Never mind. We'll just let this thing go and we're going to because we know we don't have the votes. Look, I was always questioning why this was going to trial anyway, because I never thought they would ever come close to having the votes. I'm surprised. What was it? Seven Republicans even yeah. voted that way. I, I, you knew there was going to be a few. But there was actually seven that voted that way, which I think is progress in regards to the Republican Party. But I, I, I've always questioned why they do it. You know, I've heard, again, commentators say the rationale behind it was put it on record and uh, and make people decide, for the, make the, the American people decide, let them see what, what they saw. And I, to tell you the truth, I mean, afterwards, I wasn't for the impeachment. I thought... Once uh, Biden became officially and in, in was sworn in, move on, get it out of the way. But I understand the argument for, for doing this. You can't let things happen and not at least take it to trial. I mean, as a criminal defense attorney, there's many cases where I'm like, why are you guys taking this trial? And they say, But they didn't even take it. And I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. This, and here's my frustration, right? They didn't take it to trial. Paul, it's not a normal trial. I understand that. It's, but it, why did you back? So if you were if you were fighting this morning for the witnesses and why that wasn't fought for from the beginning, why you came to that and then you backed off so quickly, it's like. Because they knew, I'm guessing they knew they didn't have the votes. And so at that point in time, look, again, I was against, I, I really didn't understand why they were going for the impeachment. I understand the argument why they. They did go for the impeachment, but I thought it was going to be a waste of time because the inevitable was going to be that he was going to be um, acquitted of it from the Senate side. If you watch the presentation, and I think only certain people watch the whole presentation, it wasn't, hey, they lost. I mean, they put on a case. If I defended this case, as I do many cases... I would have felt like I got my ass kicked. But the only thing is, this case went in like I don't get a chance with my known jury. You know, if I walked into every case and I knew that my that fifty uh, percent of my jury was going to probably vote no, not guilty, I'd be as cocky as hell. That's what it was. I mean, you put on a case, and I thought they did a tremendous job of putting on their case. Every day I watched what they did. I watched the videos that they put together. Then I watched the defense, which was an embarrassment to me of defending anybody. And it was like a crackerjack box full of lawyers coming out and um, trying to defend the undefensible, I guess. And I thought that they did a great job. I was going to say it was it's, defensible because he got off. So it's I mean, it's only defensible because the jury. Right, right, right. And that's that's right. the whole point. That's that's why I was like, hey, look, if I went into every case and I knew that um, the jury was going to be against me, um, I don't know if I would prosecute that case if I was a prosecutor. Sure. Hey, if I knew that going into the case. And that's what they had going against them. That's why I thought, hey, man, this this may be a waste of time and energy and everything else. There's important things to do. We got COVID relief, right? We've got, um, his cabinet is not put together. Yep. There's other things that need to go. And I think that's probably why they said, you know, we're not going to, by the middle of today, they probably said, look, we're not going to get anybody else. We've got seven 
Republicans, they know who's going to vote by there was, this time. There was, an, there was an article, a quick article today, because all this was happening so fast. And I just tried to kept checking my news because I knew we were going to be talking about this just so I could save speed. The, the Republicans were actually nervous because they thought with witnesses, there were about 10 Republicans that were on the fence. And they were really concerned that with witnesses, those w- those Republicans could flip, and and they needed they needed fourteen, if I remember correctly, to flip. They got seven, so the Republicans were actually nervous, and there was a sigh of relief when the Democrats decided not to go forward with this witness. And 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 you know this attorney Vanderbleen or Vander mm-hmm. whatever his name is, um, and the guy was like hired on Thursday, and this thing started on Friday. Right. So to your point, you can tell that you know it wasn't exactly the most researched thing in the world, but. You know, he had threatened that he would drag out, you know, depositions, you know, for he'd take it to 300 people, which definitely a a law play, a lawyer's ability to to make that play. And that's not the first or last time that we'll ever hear about um, uh, an attorney trying to take advantage of a situation. And he knew what the score was. He knew they had a short clock they were working on. So he probably would take advantage. But I, I just something something happened today and i and i don't know that any of us know right now because if the republicans knew that they had some that were on the fence and that with witnesses they could flip then the democrats knew that too and um you know was the agenda the, was the agenda and time was that the issue i i don't know or you know was there something else i'm not sure i read something today that they could also go back and try to execute uh, forgive me, uh, a separate 14th Amendment measure, which has to do with pursuing something else against the former president that um, uh, that he will not be able to uh, get public office. I don't know what that is, so I, 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 I throw that to you. I, I don't know about that, but look, I don't know why the Democrat, to me, I don't know why the Democrats are trying so hard. If, if I'm the Democrats, maybe I want him in the middle of the Republican Party right now. I mean, maybe we, you want him a thorn in the side. I think this hurts in the long run, the Republican Party. McConnell doesn't want Trump around. Hell, Nikki Haley if doesn't McConnell want... McConnell didn't want Trump around, then he would have voted no, today. No, no. Then he would have voted for... Look, his they, want Trump, they want Trump supporters. That's what it's about. It's not about Trump himself. It's about they're afraid of what his supporters will do. They're, I'm not, and I'm not disagreeing with you, but I'm really not. You're not eliminating him from the equation, though. So if you're McConnell, if 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 you you, if you think you McConnell stand, wants him, no, around? I don't, I don't. But you can't get, I can't have just Trump supporters and not acknowledge that Trump's the head of the Republican Party. I can't do that. Well, that's what. So I'm, so that's why I'm saying, if I was a Republican and I was sitting in that room, and I don't know what I would have done. I'm not. I, I am not so arrogant as to say I know what I would have done. But, but I like to believe that I would have said, I'm going to cut the head off this snake right now, and I'm going to take my lumps where I have to for the next two years from you know, those supporters, but I'm voting for it. And, 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 and again, no one, none of us know what we would have done sitting in that room. But Oh, I do. That's, well, <laughs> I know exactly what I would but, have done. <laughs> but, but my point is this. As a Republican, as, as a member of the Republican Party, those guys that are sitting there, they're having to make a decision. And, and, and to me, to me as a commoner, 
I think the decision's easy for them. And you just stated the obvious. Oh, I'm afraid that I'm not, I might piss off my constituent. I might do this. I might do that. Well, what I, else is it? I think I mean, regardless, what? you're going to do that anyway. So just do it. But, but why, why are they so afraid of doing the right thing in this case? Why are they so afraid to say, you know, first they argue that it was unconstitutional to bring it up. Look, he committed this so-called crime, this impeachable offense, when he was in office. To say that now it's too late is the most ridiculous claim ever because that means if I'm president and I've got six months to go and I've committed murder, I mean, I know that's excessive, but I delay and delay and delay an impeachment because I have, you know, a, a Democratic Senate and they delay it and delay it and, and come January 21st, they decide to bring bring it to impeachment and they say, well, it's too late now because that's the, a ridiculous argument for almost half the Republican Party to make. They did not want this to go to impeachment to begin with because they're afraid of, of, of his, uh, you know, they, it, the only good thing that this attorneys did, they kept bringing up, there are 70 million people, you know, you're hot, you're trying to, uh, you're trying to silence 70. No, you're not because out of that 70 million people, there's probably 20 million that were ashamed that they voted for him after they saw what happened on January 6th. But those Republicans are afraid of that number. That number that those uh, those attorneys weren't arguing to Democrats when they were saying there's 70 million people. They were arguing to the Republicans. There's 70 million people that voted for this guy, and so the most in any republic by to any Republican anywhere in 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 the history of our country. So they were arguing to those people. There are 70 million people that may not vote for you next time, Ted Cruz, when you run for president. For you, whoever. And Mitch McConnell, um, all those guys are afraid to say yes. They're afraid and, and, to say it. And I agree. I, look, I was very disappointed in Mitch McConnell today as um, because I was like, one, you made your decision before. They all know, made their decisions it, it, before. Yeah, well, I, let, me, let me finish. And I get mm-hmm. your passion about this. You guys have made your decision before it even goes which is bullshit to begin with because now you're not representing the American people as the way you're supposed to. Two, I, I, I agree with not hindering the base. I think the other part of this from the Republican Party that comes into play is that they don't want to be affiliated with a party that has the last impeached president yeah, on their right. resume. And so these guys that are going out for midterm elections, they don't want to have that on their resume. Look, I already know the shit that I got to deal with. I already know the answers that I have to come up with because of what's happened over the last two years. But I don't want to deal with an impeachment on my record now, too. So, you know, I think I think part of that was the motivation um, uh, on, on behalf of the Republicans. But what I, I guess what I as an American, as an American, as a person who gives a shit about our Constitution, about our civil rights, about um, uh, the way that we are governed. I couldn't have been more disappointed that it didn't go farther. So I'm disappointed in the Republicans because they went in there with a vote and they weren't, it wasn't going to change their mind. I'm disappointed in the Democrats that when you decided to go for this, go for it. Don't, don't put on the brakes. Don't stop then. I mean, if you're going to do it, then fricking do it. And today they opened up. I was, when they opened that up this morning, I was like, holy crap, this thing is going to get, I mean, every American's going to watch this thing on TV now because they want, they're going to want to hear from people and, 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 and these witnesses. But 
that's that's where I was disappointed in our democracy today. From that standpoint, I'm very disappointed in the senators that went in there and they weren't and we weren't going to change their mind. They weren't going to listen anyway because what happened on on January sixth was an absolute um, disgrace. Yeah, nightmare. I, I, I'm, I'm trying to even. Crime. I don't even know how big Crime. the word is to you know. You see that video and you just get you get sick to your stomach. I mean, it brings tears to your eyes if it catches you at the right moment. But um, I they, was pissed they, off today as I was just reading they, the news as it went through. They had f- over 500 staffers write a letter to say, please vote for impeachment. Please vote him guilty. There was over 500 staffers. It's never been done before. They were there when all this was going down, right? They were there. They were hiding, barricading themselves in a room. You as a, a U.S. senator just push that to the side because you want the votes or you want to be able to go out and not have a primary uh, against you that's put up by a Trumpster, right? That's that's the motivation you have. But what I do hope, I do hope there's karma. I do hope when they're out there on the road and they're up for re-election, somebody's going to replay those videos and said, you voted no, you voted not guilty. And they're, you're going to watch that video over and over again. You're going to see Pence running, to, basically being shoveled down the hall. You know, his vice president is being shoveled down the hall. He's on the phone with apparently the the, the head of the or, or the Republican McCarthy. McCarthy. He was also on the phone with Tommy Tuberville. And, and nothing, and nothing. You don't you don't give a crap. I mean, Tuberville. He didn't call Mike Pence for five days after that incident. Yeah, no, I mean, just I, yeah. just disgusting to me. But I'm hoping that these people now have to live with their their with what their decision is. I think that was some of the goal of the Democratic Party is to put it on record what you have to put your vote on record. Now you're on record as saying this is not an impeachable uh, offense. Do you think it matters? Yes. Yeah. To I who? think it matters. No, not to America. Hold on. Let me, I'm asking a question. Don't, don't yes. get fired up. Yes. So, so all of a sudden, um, Paul, I don't know. X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z candidate in Iowa. Is yes. going up for re-election. Yeah. If you would have said Alabama, I, I would have right. said no. <laughs> but no, I'm just but, saying. I mean, and it's and, and, hold on, Len. It's Alabama. two years from now. Yes, it's two years from now. Yes, this won't go away. And all of a sudden, so I'm running against the Democrat, and the Democrats, the the whole Democrat is sitting there running. You voted for this. You voted for, or you didn't vote for this. You didn't vote for this. This is what happened. Yes. I, yes. I, I, think, I, I don't I think, believe. I don't I, believe. I think it if does. you're running for a seat in something like Texas. Iowa, Ohio, any one of those states that that could be Democrat, I think if you're running for anything in those states, it could make a big difference. If you're running for a seat in in middle of Tennessee or, you know, in Alabama or Mississippi or or whatever, it doesn't matter. You know, yeah, you know, is it going to matter if Tuberville's up, he's not up for six years, but, you know, that he voted no? No, it doesn't matter for him in Alabama. But you saw what Georgia did this year. And believe me, Texas isn't that far behind. And so if you're running for a U.S. senator in Texas and you voted no, uh, yeah, I think it matters big time. If you voted, uh, you know, if, if Colorado was in that position right now and Gardner was still there and Gardner voted no, I think Gardner's not a U.S. senator because of his defense of Trump, you know. So this is, yeah, it does matter. And I think it's changing as, it, as we go along. By the way, you're listening I, to The Legal Dispute with 
Paul, Len and oh. Paul. Lenny and Paul. Great Lenny job. Paul. That's flagging the show. We got to do it at the top. Middle, I don't know what that was. End. I I, thought I know because was... you showed up four minutes to the show and I didn't get to go over it with you. But anyway, I have a couple questions. Okay, so you agree witnesses should be called. And if they did, don't you think that Don Trump would be held accountable because of the timeline? And... And the fact, and the fact that he was calling Tommy Tuberville, not the National Guard or whoever, when his own vice president was under attack. That's a problem. That's a crime. Who are you right now? Len, Len, how many trials do you do as a litigator of 20 plus years? How many don't get uh, witnesses ever? Oh, so I, it's a it sham. Just, we can all like, agree it's a sham. The Democrats guys, gave up the oh, sham, oh, oh, Andre. I don't I'm know what you're I'm not saying they're is. better than the Republicans. I'm okay. saying they're... That's why I don't understand no, what happened guys, today. You, guys are, missing, you guys are missing the point. This is not a normal trial. Right. This is a trial where... How many... The better question is, how many trials have I done? And I've done hundreds of trials in my life. How many trials have I done where I know at least... 45% of the juries are against me. No, none of them. And that's what they had to do. That's why, that's what me and Paul are talking. Paul is saying, why didn't they put up witnesses? Why didn't they go after him a little bit more? And I'm saying, they probably already knew the numbers. They already, at this point in Which time, is sad. they've sad. got to start doing business on Monday. They've got, I mean, this, if they don't pass another COVID, I mean, again, it, that's that's important. They've got to get, you know, the COVID uh, vaccines going. They there's a lot of work for the Senate to do, and if they're going to put up and spend another two weeks, as Paul was saying, the other attorney was threatening, they can't do that. And my my issue was why they even start this when they had so much business to go in. I don't understand. I would have put this on the back burner, like back burner, maybe in even in March. Get your business done as you have a brand new president in office. Get the stuff done. But have, but have a, but, and I, and I, I agree. It, one, if you had, if you hadn't done it now, you would have never done it. Yeah. I mean, it just, it would have yeah. never happened. If not now. So, when? but if you were going to do it, if you, if you decided I am putting in these docs to the Senate and we are going to do this, then it had better be your biggest, largest, best swing that you can make. And I, I just don't feel like they did it. I, I think they did, and you're. I think you're. You're hung up on the fact that the juries or that the witnesses didn't come today, like they said they might today. If you watch the, they entire, didn't say they might, Leonard. They had a negotiation with the Republicans, and they no. agreed to change the rules of the impeachment that they would include witnesses, which is what they were screaming about for the first impeachment that right, McConnell right, wouldn't no. let him to do. So now you you go and you have that negotiation and you're given you that. Know, right. And you go, eh, now nah, we're not going to do it. But you know why? They, they they figured the reason why they didn't really push the, first, the, the witnesses on this impeachment as much, because they all were witnesses. These people were not only the jurors, they were witnesses and to victims. this thing. And, and they victims. were victims of the crime. And they all saw it. They all saw what he did. They all saw what he did weeks before January 6th. They saw what he did on January 6th. And they saw what he did during this riots and after the riots. So they they figured... Well, they didn't see what he was doing during it because he wasn't there. Oh, right. Yeah. He was, he was having a ball at the White House <laughs> with Kaylee. Hey, what's going on over there, you guys? Hey, Kaylee. How's it going? Hey, Tommy. I need some votes. But, Hold but, it up. But a lot you, of people over the there. The call if he you, placed if, to Tuberville was to pause the goddamn count yeah. while he knew that the attack was happening. That If that's but, not so, a sign of guilt, I don't know what no, it is. Well, we're never going to know because it didn't get Because the Democrats out. are but idiots. It, 
No, no. <laughs> they are. I mean, uh, if they didn't they, bring the witnesses, they're dude, they, delaying. If they're... they would have brought the witnesses, Andre, you think you're wrong. If they brought the witnesses, you would have had the same result. That's the know. problem. I don't and know. you would have wasted another two weeks when you could get biz- when you got to get business. Can't done. you walk and chew gum at the same time? Can't you no, pass the you COVID bill and do the most when important McConnell was, part? When of... McConnell was leading the Senate, they didn't pass anything. Well, it's different, man. McConnell's Except not judges. leading. He's look, not look, leading look, anymore. Look, but it's okay. only a 50-50 I know, but right but hold up, but it, it, <laughs> Andre. Yes, Paul. You're correct. He's no not leading now. Wait Leonard, a minute. You Leonard. just said Paul. You just said Andre. You, I did. Did we record that? Leonard. I have it. Hit record. I have it. Yeah, you just said, yeah, you have, have to. You have to start. And I know this is hard for you, brother. And I love you. You you have to stop. You have to stop <laughs> taking McConnell and then comparing him to today. The Democrats. What do you mean? Have, I have to hold stop. on. Let me finish. I've got six the, years of of going off the of what Democrats, did, which was had, not much. The Democrats had an opportunity today that they could have. You're wrong. And Len, no, You're I'm wrong. not wrong because they voted I don't think for he is. it. He's right. They felt He's right. strongly God enough about it, it Len, God that they it. went in and they negotiated for it. And and like I said, I I agree with you. The business of the country should come first, but you made a decision. To do the impeachment, then if you're going to do it, then freaking I agree it. with Paul. If you're going to do you guys, it, do it. I know the saying a normal trial, and I keep saying I that. Know that. But and in the middle of trial, things change. I've changed directions in trials all the time. Well, the Almost Democrats every changed, trial. and the Republicans even came out today and said oh. they feared having the witnesses because they think they would have lost in that case. They would have. Yeah, they, they, no, Paul's right. No, Paul's right. Paul's right. They, they would have lost. Okay, real quick, real quick. So, uh, Jamie Raskin, until today, I thought did a phenomenal job. He was job. good. He was fantastic. He was good. Uh, Bruce Cantor Jr., on his opening statement, I don't think I've ever seen anything as incoherent has, that's, uh, that's, let me just play it 90 seconds of his best. It was Here we go. We enjoy being around one another. Senators of the United States, they're not ordinary people. And boy, this is a diverse group. I'm we not still a kitty. Records are right. <laughs> records on the thing you put the needle down on. This was his opening play. statement. I worked in this building 40 years ago. I got lost then, and I still do. I represent the great state of fill in the blank. I saw a headline, Representative so-and-so seeks to walk back comments about, I forget what it was. Jesus Christ, man. I don't man. want to steal the thunder from He's a lawyer? The, lawyers, but- the, the problem is, you know, and they've talked about this, he is probably the worst client you can ever have because he doesn't listen to legal advice. He, he gives the advice on what he wants his arguments to be. He who, when you say uh, he? Trump, oh. uh, the president and the former president. He never pays his attorney bills, apparently, and you know he he has his own mind of what is said. And then if you go off and do what you think is a legally good argument, he calls you up and gets mad at you and tells you and fires you anyway. Mm-hmm. So he's like You're the fired. world's worst client. And I've had some bad clients uh, recently, even, but uh, he he's pretty bad. And so. Um, That's no excuse for a lawyer being that unprepared. No, I they, was shocked. They they were just bad, and you never stand up and say he's good. You know, like <laughs> that I, I don't good. get up after the prosecution just comes up on their opening statement and go, you know what, he's good. I'd rather do my cousin Vinny and go, everything he said is bullshit. Exactly. Thank you. Exactly. I mean, you're better off doing that than going, yeah, that dude's good.
You know, I didn't know some of that. <laughs> really? That's well, my client's fucked right now. That's what. <laughs> you know, also, this real quick, really good. Real quick, since we're local in Colorado, two Congress people that I did awful and a, an amazing job. First amazing job, Joe Nagoose. Yeah, he's pretty Thunder good. Ridge High School. Ama- I thought he was fantastic. Right. He is a young Obama. Look, On the other end, Len, you get, know, Diana Degette. Did you see what she was wearing? I, I mean, that's no, the first just, thing I said. What the I was fuck, like, Congressman Degette? First of all, I don't hear from you for like 30 years. <laughs> Never. And she's and then, been there for 40 years. And, and you get up on, on there and you're representing our state and you're representing the great district of the District 1, which is Denver. Yeah. And, you know, what are you wearing? Makes us look like idiots. Um, and I don't know why, no offense, I don't think she has a legal background. I don't think she's an attorney. Maybe she is. No. I apologize if she is. But that's, she, she was the worst one on the team. She was awful. I mean, the guy, the guy from Aurora is so much better. Why didn't they use him again? I don't know. I don't know but Diana's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what do you guys think? It's all done. It's wrapped up going forward. What's the prognostication from Paul and Lenny for this? It's anon- done. Impeachment 2.0. Boogaloo. Over. It's done. I mean, it's done. It, 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 it's finished. So, I mean, so they, he's going to get off. And No, he already no, did look, get off. Did you watch today's look, news? The impeachment vote is done. Hold on. Okay. He, 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 is, he is acquitted. He's done. It's he, finished. Sad day. Hold on a second. Yes, when it comes to an impeachment, he's off. But he's not done with this case. Believe me. The people in Georgia, I mean, the conversation he had with them. I mean, he's going to be living in Georgia and, and having legal fights about this thing for a long time to come. Unfortunately, fortunately for him, he had a jury that was going to go his way no matter what. But you're in the middle of Fulton County, Georgia, and you're... Um, facing felony charges for interfering with an election, possible interference with the election. I think you're going to have a different jury and you're going to have different prosecutors. And I think he's, he's not done with this at all, especially what happened over the, but from the election day, he's done with the impeachment. He's in, he's he's got other, he's got other things that he has to deal with. Right. But from an impeachment point of view, our Senate did not impeach him right didn't do their job he is he is acquitted but in the um in the long run i think senators have to answer now for their for what they did hey len so he's in georgia you gotta you gotta hold their senators you gotta hold them to (laughs) len what what you keep saying this what what in history makes you think gardner okay Corey gardner got voted out of office not because of not because of trump i think are you kidding me got voted off are you kidding me because colorado has become more democratic over the last Six well, seven well, years. Well, yes, it has. But yeah. but but I think a sitting Republican in Colorado, U.S. Senate for his first term would win, but for Trump. I'm telling you, Gardner Gardner wins if Trump never became U.S. president and he didn't have his you know what up his you know what his nose up his you know what. I don't. I, I don't, think I don't know if that is lose. true in the state of Colorado anymore. Uh, I I disagree with you. Are you telling me that Republicans have had, can have the run of Colorado? I I think the re, the Republicans I, I have been there's their Lauren Boebert. Lauren <laughs> God, where's she from? Is she from Denver or Aurora? No, she's no, from the hills. Uh, just checking. She's okay, actually I from just Florida. To make sure. I, but I, I'm just and I'm not trying to be argumentative here. No, I'm no, just no, saying, no, no. I don't. Th- there's certain states where. You could you you could be a Republican. I think a Republican can, can win. I think a Republican. I don't can think win it's the, easy for a Republican a good, to win here. Moderate Republican win the can win the state of Colorado. I mean, he won six years ago, right? I mean, I mean, yeah, it was only six years ago that Gardner won. He had a I lot mean, of support. Owens wasn't he really. Did. Owens was governor yeah. not too long ago, and his replacement is a Owens, douchebag Owens too. Owens hasn't so. been governor in like twenty years. <laughs> 
I, I don't know what reality you live in. <laughs> Owens, I, I think Owens was he Bill was, Owens. By the he way, he was for good. I think Bill dead. He's dead now, right? Covered old age. Yeah. No, so, he's not. I mean, it's just <laughs> he's alive. I think. Owens. No, I think. I, I, no, I think you go. You go. You got Polish. You got Hickenlooper. You've got. We're making progress here. All right. So we are the legal dispute with Lenny and Paul. I don't know how much time we have left on this Facebook Live. Aji, give me something. All righty, Aji's fully well, we in charge the, of the time. We've got the. Mo- do we? Have it's to not like a Zoom call. Yeah, we do have to take a break, and then if you look right. at your show prep right on the we're screen, we're going to take back a break. And I'm going to look at go. my show prep, and we're going to be back the with the most ever. overrated and underrated actors. Oh, I got um, a good list. And so, yeah, well, Leonard doesn't turn in his information, so we because don't know what's guys, on his list. W- wait a minute, and I turn in my information, and then all of a sudden it makes it on your guys's list. So I'm like, I'm keeping my list to myself. I'm tired of people stealing my great ideas on this show. Uh, anyway, gotta we're going to do the top five most overrated I and just, underrated I just actors. threw up in my mouth a little bit. <laughs> and actresses. We will be right back. 